We are on the uh, Shavuos 41 today, and we're picking up on 40. And there's some interesting topics in this uh, in this Gemara we're, that we're going to see. Um, the, main, the main the main topic is this, like, that there's a, a Shavuot de Rabbanan that we haven't seen yet. So we've, so far we've seen a, a lot of different types of Shavuot. Shavuot de Pikadun, Shavuot de Dut, you know, um, Shavuot de Bitui. Um, here's and there's there's here um, another shvuah. Those are all deraita. There's going to be a derabanan one called shvuah heses or heset. And uh, if you, someone's modiba mitzat, you you're liable for they have to give a shvuah about the other part. If someone's modeb and nothing. They're kofer bakol. So there's kofer bakol. So you could just say yeah, kofer and that's it. You go home. You know. But but the rabbanan. Uh, obligated that individual to say uh, to do a shvua so that's kind of be like the topic and there, there are a lot of other topics but that's like the main topic um, okay so we're picking up on um, um, right where the Tosva says Vehada. there's going to be three cases here that are kind of interesting um, and two of them are in the name of Ram Anan Amar Shmuel first one is Amar of Anan Amar Shmuel so this is an, an interesting case where remember Shmuel's halacha that if you said is this it? yeah if you said wheat and barley and you're a moda only on wheat you're still chayav yeah so what if someone says wheat so if someone knew that halacha right they knew that they 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 owed barley right. Um, they knew that they owed barley, but they did, they knew they owed barley. Okay, so but they knew if they said I, I don't they were co fair on the wheat and they 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 admitted to the barley, um, they would still have to give a shvua and they would they would have a shvua and they don't want to do that. So what would they do? So the person says atachayavli chitin, and immediately they go uh, and I, 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 I make a shvua. What do they say? Um, you owe me. I um, you owe me chitin. And immediately they go, I owe you psurin. Before he even got to finish, the wheat and barley, the sentence. Interrupted him. Interrupted him. And at that point, then, it's not like they're modeba mitzat. They're just, so, so they don't have to, they won't have to, they can free themselves up from the shvuah. It's kind of like a trick. So, if, so the question is, if someone does that, for the person was trying to say two things, and if they were to finish their sentence, and then, then he would have, with kofar, he would have to give a shvuah. But in order to get around that, uh, well, if the person said, right, interrupted right before, and they, and they agreed to the second part, before the second part was even said, what's the halacha? Mm-hmm. So they said, if you're doing it la rim, to like, a, like, um, like a dishonest manner, so then you're chai v'shvua. If you do it, shalobu mi kaven, then you're patura. It's kind of logical. So it says, im kamarim chayav, im bimit kaven patur. If you really had kavana, you spluttered out your words. You didn't, you didn't have kavana like to get yourself out of the shvua. You're patur from a shvua. Okay. Um, here's another case. Rav Anan Amar Shmuel. This is connected to what you, we were talking about yesterday about the, um, sh, the um, kesef and the kelim and the hashivut. Remember you said you were talking about that. So here's the discussion a little bit on that. Tanuch tanush de machatin. So this isn't chitin. This is machatin. What's a machat? It's a pin. So the pen is like a very uh, inexpensive uh, kli, right? So you would have thought that if someone says chitin, that might actually be like less than um, less than the amount or something. Tanush dech machatin, bo delo bachat mehen, chayav. 
Let's read this Rashi here. The Mashahen says, Right? So, these, are, these, you know, you would have thought that these two pins, this is like not really a chashivus. Right? They're, 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 um, they're threading pins. You know, they're, um, they're not so, uh, they're not such a stature. But nevertheless, we, th- we consider them as something uh, substantial. Um, because it should have said, There's certainly, but it says Kalim specifically, <laughs> um, in addition to Shtekasef, to teach you that the Kalim, they go by their own Hashivus and not by the amount of Shtaim. So it's interesting. So yeah, like sometimes you're learning the Shtaim, you learn Shtaim from Kalim. For the for the kesef, right? But we don't learn everything from the kesef to the kalim. I don't know. It's interesting, right? Shtaim for the kalim goes back to the kesef. So now you have two kesef. But then we say, but we don't learn from the two kesef over to the kalim because they came out to teach them themselves. You don't need to. Right. I mean, I think what you're saying is the fact that you you need two. You don't need two kalim. Yeah. The plural of kalim teaches us as kesef is shtaim. Yeah. But the value of kesef. Does not teach us it's not the value of yeah. kelim, but that actually makes a certain amount of sense because even kesef can be an insignificant amount. Well, it has to be at least two ma'ah. That's well, but we learn that. Yeah, we learn and that. Kelim have an intrinsic value. If you need a pin right now, yeah, uh, it doesn't matter if you need ten bucks. Yeah. if you need a pin right now, mm-hmm. you need a pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. good. Okay, that, that does work. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah I was gonna. They learn the two from there, but they don't learn. The, the amount of the two, they learn the, the value of the two. Yeah. All right. Amar of Papa Tanu Kelim Puta Bodebe Kelim Bekafar Puta Patur Hodebe Puta Bekafar Bekelim Chayav. This is an interesting case here. These are three like kind of interesting cases, like small ones but fun. It says Rav Papa. So here's a situation where this individual, this this Limud goes somewhat like Rav and somewhat like Shmuel. Remember our whole discussion beforehand where we had all these laws of if it, you have to co-fare but two. You know, your fear has to be two, or has to be even only Shavet Pruta, and the whole discussion of um, Shmuel's halacha, where if you, you admit to a group, you admit to one of a group, you're still liable for a Shavuah. So we're going to say, they paskin like both of them here, let's see. So um, let's just pay attention to this last piece. Hodeh Pruta, the kafar bekelim chayav. So here's the situation where you are modeh in a Pruta. So someone says, kelim Pruta. This is like Shmuel, right? Kelim, wheat and barley, kelim and Pruta. If you're modeh on one of them, you're chayav. But that's only only in one one scenario. Which one? That's when you say uh, when you are hodeba prutava kafar bekelim. Then you're chayav, right? So what's the reason? Because kelim are two. That's interesting. So on one hand, we pass like Shmuel, where we hold this whole idea of the group counts as one, and if you're kofar on one of the group. You're still you're chayav for shvua. That's like Shmuel. I think we don't go like Shmuel because Shmuel says modeh afilu bepruta. That's a kofar if you if you deny even a pruta, you're chayav shvua. And here here we don't that does, that doesn't work out because if it was like Shmuel, the first one would be right too, right? It says like this: tanu kelim pruta vodebe kelim vekafar pruta patur. If it was completely like Shmuel, that would be chayav. So it's interesting. It's like a chadek kerav v'chadek Shmuel. Right. It's interesting. All right, I, that's like the end of that discussion. So it's interesting. I wonder if that's like that's the halacha. Um, no, it's interesting. The Rambam's um, 
ut is next to the first one. Uh, so that's the same thing though. It's the same thing. Okay. Um, let's keep going. All right. So now we're going. We're going to get into shvat hesed right now. Okay. It's going to be introduced to us right now. Um, so the case here is where someone says in the chabiyadi from the Mishnah that you're po- you're you're kofer bakol. It's not like yesh the chabiyadi, but not not the whole thing. Rather, kofer bakol. Amarav Nachman umashbiino tosh shvat hesed. But when you're kofer bakol, we don't let you off the hook. You still have to give a shvat hesed. So the shon hesed is that you is it means imposition. It says in one of the translations. So you're impo- the courts are imposing. A certain has set that Rabbanan are imposing this has set this this shvua. Okay, my time. What's the reason behind it? Is interesting. When someone comes to you and they come to, to you know to extract, they say you owe them something. We assume that uh, for the most part you're you have a, some sort of argument, real claim in your mind. Um, you could you could say otherwise, but maybe the majority of the cases are like that. Majority of the cases, if you're pursuing someone, it's like Amazon, right? So, like, if you're if you're Amazon, you want to um, return something, they don't always check. Like, or, you know, there's stores in America where they like, often in Israel. Every time you bring something back, um, it's not so easy to like return something. But in America, you can like, easily return stuff because. Uh, the majority of people, I mean, maybe in Israel too, but maybe they're just more they're more rich here or whatever. But they get the majority of people. They return. They don't do things the wrong way. It's not. It's not scams. Um, they don't so, buy the shirt and then bring it after the. Yeah, cut. exactly. Or something like that. You know. Um, so, okay. Um, the assumption is a person does not put himself through the the the, 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 the pain and the pain and the the, the, the schlep. The schlep to go to court. If he doesn't, on general, if he doesn't feel he has a case and really yeah. believes that he's owed yeah. something, yeah, that's a reasonable assumption. Mm-hmm. So here's here's another assumption that's often sometimes brought in the Gemara. Here, Araba, Chazaka in Adam is Panabi We have another assumption that the debtor wouldn't meiz Panabi. So we said that the claimant would, would never come without a just cause. Well, we say on the other hand, the debtor would never meiz Panabi if Dino. So, I guess again, that's that's the rope. The majority of the people wouldn't. wouldn't. Well, and it also consists with the idea that I remember they said my dad always said, "Think about tzaddikim in in a, in a bedtime. Right? Two righteous people are coming to the bedtime." I, I mean, I wish. I mean, most of the cases, I don't think that's are right, like that. Well, the, um, sometimes conflict. That's well, no, there's no, a no, certain psychological. Because, because because the argument would be, if it's if it's thieves, if it's dishonest people. Well, then just find out who's dis- dishonest. You can always do some chakira and find, oh, that guy's just a uh, uh, ganav, you know. He, he sues people all the time. That's and there's chashud al there's something like that. Right, but but if honest people are coming to Bet-Din, that makes the case harder. Because if you truly believe you have a case, and you truly believe that you didn't, you don't owe him, what do you do? So have you ever seen two Jews arguing where they're both not uh, with metaphysical certitude that they're both, that they're in each right. You should ask yeah. that differently. Have you ever not seen? But no, well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, so that's probably much more common yeah. that you have two people coming and they're both sure of their claim. They're resolute. No. You know? So, so what do you... Moreover, if, 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 if the two righteous people are in court, I mean, if you think about it this way, if the two righteous people are in court, the reason I'm kofair, the reason I say, Ron comes and says, you owe me... Fifteen dollars or thirty dollars, and I say, no, I already, 
paid you 15 and, and I don't owe you the other 15. Excuse you're being honest. Well, no, because the problem is if Ron extracts that money from me that I'm n I truly don't owe him, then he might be accused of stealing or he might be uh, no, he might be... Yeah. So, so I don't want to cause him to be a thief. Oh, that's... Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> if only. That's, no, Your father had some really good, uh, <laughs> some optimistic uh, understandings of no, humanity. I, I think, I think <laughs> no, it's he, good that someone has to have that. No, no, but he, it, was, it was not a question of optimistic. It was a question of the Talmud has to be dealing with cases like that because those are the difficult cases. If, if the possibly. case is simply to figure out who is lying and who is not lying, that's easy. That's that's not. So the if you two have, if you have two Amaratzim or one Russia and one Sadi. It's clear. Clear. Who's the child? Who's you the have two, you're saying is the, the difficult yeah. case. I feel is like the you're placing Sadiqim and Sadiqim. I would put me. Uh, you can. There's an in between there between Sadiq and Rashi. But I don't think so because I think right. the, the law is much more mainstream. That's what I'm saying. It's two Amaratsim. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing. It's Amaratsim. You know. No, no. I'm saying, and it's highest. Okay. That's um. I get that. I get that. But the subtle cases are the ones where. Yeah, for sure. Let's leave that. If they're two Sadiqim. I hear that. I hear that. Um. All right, so what's the answer? So, so which way do we go by? You have these two opposing claims. No, we're really going to uphold the first one, that, that um, you do make a shvua because um, no one's going to come unless they have some sort of argument. So what do you do with the second uh, thing? I'm going to say that, um, So people, people really won't me'iz panav in front of their baladin unless they're in their head they're going to think, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deny now, but in my head, I know I'm gonna pay them back later. Meaning, like people will do that. People won't do it all the way. They won't be completely deny money to somebody to their face, but they will deny on uh, on the assumption that later on they're gonna pay them back. So that does assume as that so does assume that people do. There's some goodness deep that eventually they're gonna do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. But nevertheless, in this moment, they will deny it, right. and so. So we go by the, the, the previous um, statement that um, w whenever someone comes to based in a, a claimant, they have, they have something behind what they're saying. All right. Um, Tada. So, so here's a proof for that. Tada. Damarav idi bar avin amarav chista kofer b'malve b'milve kasher le'dut. Epikadon pasul le'dut. So if someone was kofer in a milve, um, so someone denied, someone denied taking a loan. So, in future cases, nevertheless, um, they denied taking a loan. Okay, somebody, somebody said I gave you a loan, and they say, um, I guess. I mean, let's see what Rashi, Rashi explains this. Um, yeah. Okay. So, okay, that's the case. So he was kofar, and Adin came, and he didn't make a shvua, right? Um, he didn't make a shvua, and Adin came. So what do you do in that case? You, someone's kofar by the the melve, and there were Adin. Oh, so you made him. You made him pay, right? Okay, that's the case. Someone was kofar, and then they had Adin, and Adin came and said, "You you owe." So he ends up paying. So you would say. Maybe this is a hashu the the shvuai made a, a false false shvuai. They say no, because with regards to loans, people in the back of their heads they they're not hashu the shvuai. 
people aren't people in their head, they're not going to always do a shvua. But here, this case was it assumed that later on they would pay him back. It's not this person isn't like a, a intrinsically bad. But when he made a shvua, he was. I know, I know. You could say like he's intrinsically. I mean, that's really good. You could say he's intrinsically. You could say okay, he's in, intrinsically suspect to do this ishtamute ishtamitle, like to 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 delay it. You could say that, but they're not saying that here. But they're talking about him being kashirle in, in, in a general, future, in future, 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 yeah. But yeah, so he's not he's not chashud the <laughs> shvua. He's not an inherent liar. He's not an inherent liar, but you could he's not inher- he's not inherently an, he's not enough of an hen- inherent liar to say he's pasul the edut in the future. Right. He might be a little bit dishonest in that or, he's or willing he to might, say I'm pushing it off, or he might be honestly trying to push that or that he that he he thought he paid him back. But no, he says he, uh, the reason why is because he the, the reason they're bringing here is this is a proof to show that the individual did it on on the intent that he would pay. Yeah. They, right. yeah. So, but okay, so they're saying that even so, actually, they're going even a step further. Yeah. In the case that he's absolutely convinced he paid him back, of course he's cashier. Yeah. Even if yeah. he knew that he didn't pay him back, but he had in his mind yeah. to pay him back in the future, he's still cashier. Yeah. But with the case of a picadon, though, where there's not this uh, stage where you can pay them back in the future, it's just someone deposited something by you and you were co-fair. Yeah, you did your didn't. So there you're you can't say I will <laughs> yeah. because it's a fait accompli. Yeah. But, so it's basically, there's a future for correction. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a potential, yeah. there's a potential for correction, yeah. so we assume that he, I mean, he would make it good, so therefore he'd still be a kosher. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could still say he's suspect for saying... Not so not saying the complete truth, but that's not enough to make you puzzle for ages. Okay. okay, that's yeah. Okay, we can work with that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So now we're going to have a little. Uh, we're talking a little bit about. Um, uh, we're going to talk. So we're still talking about shvat haset. And the question, Rav Nachman made a statement. Mashbinot shvat haset. And so originally we thought that was talking about a certain part of the Mishnah. Now that Rav Chaviva is going to tell us. That it's talking about another part of the Mishnah, and we're going to ask, well, what's the difference between this part and that part? So here's the piece that says, "Rav Chaviva Matni Asefa, Maneli Biadcha Amalo Hen." So someone says, "You have a mane, my my money is in your hand," and the debtor says, "Yes." The Machar Odi Amarlo Tsneuli he says, "Tomorrow comes the the claimant says to the debtor, give me my money." He says, "I, I already gave it to you." And he says, I gave you the whole thing. It's kofer bakol. So here is a little bit different than the other case where that before the kofer bakol was just complete kofer bakol. Here there was yesterday, there was a hoda'ah. Then the next day, there's a total kofira. So, these t- so they're going to say, that's, that's when he says, that in this case, you need a shvat heset. So they're going to ask, what's the difference? Right? Can someone explain that kosher can? There's a kolshikan here. It says, What's the resha? The resha is the case where you just said patorah pakol, and you didn't give a hoda'ah yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you said it on the resha, even the more so on the seifa, where you said you you agreed that you owed something, what, what's, what would be the kolshikan? That you were chayav has said. You owe hoda'ah, now you both They're both kofar pakol. Two cases of kofar bakol. Oh, 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 right. The two cases of kofar bakol. The first one is manali biadcha enla chabiadi pator, but enla chabiadi. That's a general kofar bakol. 
the next case, so originally we thought the Rav Nachman statement, you need a shvuah after that, shvuah said applied to that. Now we're saying in the, his statement... Right, so even if, even if, you, even if you, you admitted it yesterday, but today yeah. you, you put fair away. So the Kolshikhan is... is, is uh, in the case, if you admitted it, you already said a certain admission that you, that you owed something, so even the more so that you would need to do a shvuah. Huh. Because you, because because we have some sort of evidence that once upon that you might have had it or something. So when you come and you're kofar afterwards, you have to undo what you said yesterday even more than the first one, just kofar bakol out of nowhere. Yeah. That's the culture you can. Yeah. So you have a prior admission that you have to undo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now, but they're, now they're going to say, well, what about the one? So that that works out. So that's why um, that's why you brought the that's why the individuals talking about here the seifa. Uh, sorry, that's why that's why the first person ta- said is talking about the Reisha. Then you have a Kolshikam for the Seifa. What about the person who said the Seifa? If you have a Kolshikam from the Reisha, why are you even bringing the Seifa? Mm-hmm. Why are you bringing the case for your Mode and then you? So, so the, they they could say like this: Manamati la Seifa hachahu deika drara de mamona avahatam deleka drara mamona lo. So in this case, there's involvement with money in the latter case. Drara the mamona. So, because there's some sort of involvement with money, so here it's relevant to do a shvat hasset. But in a case where there's um, where there's no involvement with money, you just kofar bakol, and it wasn't even mentioned or brought up. Maybe there, um, there would not be a shvat hasset. So that's it. Well, what do you? So Ramon raises it to a shvat. Yeah, like if you're just saying the seifa, um, if you're saying the seifa that you're only chayav shvat hasset in a case where you're modeh. And then, then you went, then you change your mind the next thing you said no. Um, there be more. This view is saying there more more logic in that case to say your chavishvat said in the first case where you just koferba call. I guess because like you're already involving yourself with money, and that it's, it's part of the discussion somehow, and because it's like already out on the table, then you give a shvat said on it. But once you just like koferba call, it's like it didn't even didn't even start. It's like um, I don't know. Maybe one of the rewinds. Yeah, it's, I paused it. Okay. All right, let's keep going. Maika, so now we're now we talked about a shvat derabanan, a shvat hesed. Now we're going to say, well, what's the difference between the shvat and shvat derabanan? General question. Yeah, next question. So there are going to be three options. The first one is ika benayu mipach shvua. So the case is like this, where somebody says, Kofer uh, Bakol, right? And then, so you have a, a, a claimant coming to the debtor, say, it's a potential debtor, you owe me $1,000. And the debtor says, Kofer Bakol. And then the, the, so the claimant says, you know, it's time for you to give me a Shvadis set, um, or the based in, whoever. The, the debtor can say, I want you to, to give a shvuah hesed, I can ofech the shvuah on you. You give a shvuah. You give a shvuah that I owe you. So you can do that. And then if you give me a shvuah that you owe me, and then you can come and take it. So you can do that with a derabanan, with a deraita lo mafchinan shvuah. Good. And the idea, the reason is because rabbanan uh, established this law so they could allow that to happen. It's a leniency. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. If, I haven't thought it through enough to think if it's a leniency or not, but. Um, well, there's a malleability to it. That would be it. That you know, there's a flex. There's is it who's it? Is it who's the leniency for? I don't know. Is it 
don't know if it's a leniency. I, I, I would I would just say. I guess so. I guess so. it's a leniency because the debtor doesn't want to do a shvur. Yeah, he said, I don't want. No one wants to do shvur. You do the shvur. No, yeah, that's a leniency. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Never. Okay, let's keep going. Um, so it, 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 maybe maybe say it this way. Midoraita, the the who is saying what to whom is prescribed. Midorabanan, they've just introduced the idea that in the yeah. Um, They've introduced the idea that you can make a shvua, but it's not prescribed who can make the shvua. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm going to pick up a little bit with the pace here, so we can keep, get get going. Um, so, so the mar bar of Ashi, damar b'deraiti and mafchinam b'shvua. So, okay, so we have a statement that b'deraiti from deraiti can also ofech the shvua. My ika bein deraiti l'arbanan. Okay, so what will be the difference? Because not no longer mipach shvua. Ika beinayo michat lenichse. B'deraita nachtinan lenichse. B'derabanan lo nachtinan lenichse. So in a case where someone doesn't want to give a shvua, right? So they're kofar bakol. Like, ah, no, I'm not going to give you a shvua. So according to the view that you can't say to the to the to the claimant, you give a shvua. So what do we do? So in deraita. We go into their nechasim and take the money. We get to put liens on their property and okay. remove, remove the money. But b'derabanan, you don't you don't go into their to nechasim. Okay. So we're going to say now for the view that says you go even derabanan. What's the difference again? Here's his proof that you do. Mitziat cheres shote v'katan yesh bahem gezel mipnei darko darkei shalom. Rabbi Yosi mer gezel gamor. Right, so Okay, so that, that's that's the limud. So what's his limud? How you how you know you go you go into the nechasim? Because it said like this: when they when they find a lost pro- property, um, they're not considered to have full ownership of it. So it's considered hefker. Okay, so it's in their hands, but it's considered hefker. So. Um, but nevertheless, you can't come and take it from them, because darkei shalom. You don't want to cause fights. And but Rabbi Yossi says no, you can't take them because it's mamash theirs. It's gezel gamor. So why is it gezel gamor? Amar chista gezel gamor midivrehem. It's a gezel gamor because chachamim. I guess they made it like a gezel gamor. Lamaynaf gamina lotzio b'dayanin. So um, because then I think it's. Be- why is it Gezel Gamor? Because it, it, it defined for me the word Gezel in this context. So yeah. The modern Hebrew is different. Gezel is property that I have in my hands because I believe somebody else um, is Yaish. Is it in Hefker? No. So if it's no here, it's so that's what I'm saying. I think he's understanding here. That it's talking about that it's it's really there in their possession. It's not says Hefker. Meaning there's two approaches here. Has an owner. The Cheresh Shetevakatan. But the first, the first few said that they're not an owner because it's, it's hefker. And so you can't touch the property that they're having. You, you can't go and take it from them. Not mamash gezel. You can't just go and steal it. You can't, you can't remove it from their hands. Not mamash gezel. You can't remove it. What, what is the gezel here? That, that they're holding something in their hands. It's hefker. And you go and take it from them. 
Matsati Aveda, I find this, I take this. Right. And you're telling me this too. I come along and say, actually, that, that's mine. And the bed team No, no, no. Is, is that you say it's yours or you say it's Hefker? There's a difference. If you say it's yeah. yours, it's not Hefker. If you say it's Hefker. Yeah, it's Hefker, but you can't go zealot. Not Mamash goes out. You can't just, you can't remove it from his hand. That's, that's a, it's a borrowed, borrowed, borrowed language. It's not you're doing Gezel, Mamash. But Who's you can't. not doing Gezel? You're, you're, you're not a Harish Fatevakatan. Okay, uh-huh. and you're walked by a cherished of a katan who found found a lost item, okay. something that's I guess someone gave there was there was something it was hefker someone um someone was mayish from it or whatever, there was you so it's hefker, um they go they're holding it in their hand you can't go and snatch it from their hand, but for you it wouldn't be hefker, you when the second you bring it into your property it would be your property but the cherished of a katan they don't have ownership over stuff. Oh yeah okay. Yeah. That's the piece that they. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I just want to see this piece. Why Because there's thought of to not have intellect at that time. It's, mm-hmm. Things have changed um, since then. But you know, in, in halacha, I just want to look this thing up here. One second. Um, um, sorry. Okay. It's been a certificate time, I get. Fifty years since I went yeah, let's see this. Um, Rabbi Yossi says, taking a find away from any of these is actual theft, and not only a breach in the ways of peace. Um, that, what is it? By virtue... Oh, it's... By, okay, so it's only actual theft by virtue of a rabbinic decree. So what is the practical difference? Let's see. The answer that... Uh, the, yeah. Okay, so... It's, what's the, what's the nafkamina? You can't take... So, okay, so... That's how I understood. It's it's actual theft. So one viewer says it's not theft. It's the tefker, and they don't have ownership over property. So if you go and take it, you snatch it. It's like you can't do it, but not from Gezel, from Darkei Shalom. That's not proper to do that. Not Israel. People start fighting, but technically it would be yours. Um, the other view says no. Technically it won't be yours. It's Gezel, but Chachamim said it's Gezel. It is Mamash Gezel. What I do, yes. Or it is Geza. It's Geza. Okay, so yeah. the use of the word Geza is, is the modern use. Yes, okay, here. Um, it is Geza Mamash. So I think there, I think it's Mamash here, right? Um, Geza Gamor. There's Geza, there's Geza, 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 but that's not, um, there's Geza Gamor and there's Geza. Yeah. There's removing from someone's property, that's Geza, in, in quotation mark. There's Geza Gamor too. Now, why is it Geza Gamor? Geza Gamor, we do it's from Durabanan. Chamim established that it's Gezel, it's Gezel, but it's not, um, you know, it's not Midaraita. But nevertheless, what's enough Gamina? What's enough Gamina? It's forbidden according to both opinions, mm-hmm. right? Enough uh, Gamina is Lutio Because if it's a Durabanan case, you can go and bring the Dayanim, and they can go to the Nechasim and go get the money for that. So that's the difference. So from here we learn that even for Nechasim, the Durabanan, if for Darabanan, you nachtin lenechasim. So again, there's no difference between deraita and Darabanan. For both of them, you nachtin lenechasim. So, so what's the difference? Ike benayhu shikenegdo chashud al shvua. But deraita shikenegdo chashud. So if someone's chashud al shvua, right? You bring someone to court, and they're chashud on the shvua. Like you bring, you bring, you say, uh, uh, Ron, you owe me uh, ten million dollars. Okay. Now you're as like large numbers to see how people react to that. But you, you, you owe him ten million dollars, okay? Now you you're God, for, God forbid, but you're you're hush, you, you make shvuas like uh, it's nobody's business, right? So you're Hashira Shvua. So the law is that um, the Shvua goes back to you. 
you have to give a shvua that that he really owes me. That he really owes you. Um, so the difference is b'deraita um, From deraita it goes back to you. So Chamim gave a takana that you have to give a shvua, right? Now, if you're chashilu shvua, they're not going to do another takana that you have to give a shvua. It's like they're not going to recreate the whole the whole thing. So, what happens then, though? Let's say he comes, you owe me ten million dollars, and you 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 don't you you're co, you're you're chashu b'shvua, right? So you don't make a shvua. So what happens? Uh, I don't know. They come and take it. I don't know if they come and take it. I don't know. I don't know what the halacha is, but but it doesn't go back to you. So I guess uh, I don't know. It. Maybe yeah. I don't know. All right. Um, okay. So now we're going back to um, the Rabbanan above. There was a statement that Rabbanan said. Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi says um, you go to the nechasim, right? Uh, okay. The Rabbanan lo Remember we said Rabbi Yossi holds you go down the nechasim for the Rabbanan. That's why I had to bring another reason. But there was an approach earlier. It says, Doraita, you go down to Nechasim, and for Darbanan, you don't. I'm trying to understand that view. Darbanan, the little Nechasim, my, uh, sorry, last one, my Avdinan lay. Right? So, oh, I think this is our question. This is similar to our question, at least. Um, for Darbanan, so the, according, to the Rabbanan, according to the view that under Din Darbanan, you don't go down to the Nechasim, so what happens, right? So, you, he brings you to court, and you, you're not in the Chashut here, the Shavuot, right. but you say, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not I'm co your co fair, right? You, you wait. You you bring him to court, and you're co fair. So he brings me to court. I'm co-fair. you're co fair. Okay. There's no edim, whatever, and so, so yeah, you're you're co fair, and so now what do we do? Um, you should give us. He gives a. You give a shvat set, right? So what's the case where you don't go to enter to nechasim for the rabbanan? Again, let's see this again. Like eventually, um, okay. Ike bina micha nech. Bederaita achtin nechse. So in the deraita you go down to the nechasim. In the rabbanan, oh here it is. Here, okay, okay, that's the case. You say I'm not going to make a shvua. I'm not going to pay your kofar, but you go. I'm not going to make a shvua. That's it. So he comes to you, says, "Give me my money that you owe me." You go. I'm not going to pay you. I don't owe you. He goes, "Give me a shvua." I'm not going to give a shvua. So what do we do? We go down to your. We go down to so so. According to Rabbanan, we don't go down to your nechasim. So so what? Where does it stand? What do we do? How do we get? How do we solve, resolve the situation? So Rabbanan say that we excommunicate you. Excommunicate you, um, so that you'll end up paying. Okay. So so then they're going to say something interesting. They say, well, if we excommunicate you until you pay, that's something similar to going down to the nechasim, because we're basically forcing ourselves on you to pay. So what's the difference? And then they use this language here. It's, it's uh, every once in a while, like every maybe hundred dapim, maybe two hundred dapim, you get like some imagery, like uh, non sanua imagery. So here it's like it literally says that they're, uh, it's like they're grabbing you by the straddle and forcing you to come and and pay. They literally say that here. So let's see. It's so that's just like yored lenechasim. So sort of like a get. They make it do yeah. The language here is like interesting. It says they, they grab. It's like he's like the basin's grabbing you by your eshkol. Right. Eshkol is like uh, like uh, like um, grapes. You know, like a grape cluster. Mm-hmm. But they're really meaning the grape. And Rashi says by the basin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
So, Nakti Bekovse, that's the. Ladino, they call it Chachonis. A guy be by the Kovse, and they make you uh, surrender your cloak, right? So that's just like your Adlan Echasim. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do you do? How do you how do you still give the give the, the excommunication, but you don't cause a case where it's like going down to Nechasim and forcing it to happen? You give a, a excommunicate until the thirty day period's over, and by at the end of thirty days they get lashes. And once they get lashes, once you get lashes, then then, then we let fuck. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you all that you can hold that for thirty days and get mm-hmm. Marco, you get your you keep your yeah. ten million. You get excommunicate for thirty days. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And then yeah. you get makot if you don't yeah. come clean, yeah. right? Yeah. Makot is not obligatory. It's if after 30 if, days, yeah, okay, exactly. Um, exactly. you're still yeah. stubborn, then they yeah. give you makot. Yeah. And then after makot, you're, you you're keep, made off with you um, the money. And by then it's clear, don't do business with this guy. Right. Oh, he's already uh, yeah. in some... Uh, he, he already, car he already car put the money in his Swiss, so Swiss bank account. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> um, yeah. Amar of Papa. Okay, so here's... Um, Here's a little bit of a different topic. Hi, man. The Afik Shtara Achavre, the Marshtar Shtara Peruahu. I'm reading Le Lav Kol Kiminach Zilstim. You know, Mali Shtava Li. I'm reading Ishtava Le. So somebody, um, <coughs> someone says as a star on it on his friend, um, and his friend says, "I paid off your star." So um, and they say, "We don't believe you." So they go 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 and pay. Um, we don't believe you. Love kaminach, zioshlim. Go and pay it. Meaning he says I didn't pay. He goes you should go and pay it. So vima malishtavali, if the um, if the defendant says to the uh, to the to the uh, plaintiff, make a shvua, um, he makes a shvua. Again, it's like the same concept we saw before that. If someone so someone brings a star and he says uh, I already paid off your star. And he goes, uh, you never paid it off. He goes, uh, he goes, I did pay it off. And then he's co-fair. He can make, uh, he, he goes, well, pay off now. He goes, no, well, you want you to give a shvu and then I'll give you the money. So we learned this kind of the same idea. It's a mipach. Um, so there's another case of pogem et staro. And Rashi explains it where a wife is owed um, her full ketubah. And she's only modeh to part of that ketubah. And she said, I only got paid <coughs> part of that ketubah. I didn't get paid the whole thing. And in that case, she can come and make him give a shvua. So they're going to say, what's the difference? This case and that case. Um, what's the difference between them? They're both uh, kind of teaching the same thing. <coughs> um, which one's more chamor, do you think? Which one's like, a, you could learn the other one from it? I would think the ketubah is the more... Is the chit more of a chiddush? It's the more no, the more stringent, the most, the more. Just because it's critical. a ketubah, or just because? because it's a so let's like go. Let's just talk about monetary value. The, the cases are different because here, she's pogembashtar. She she admits to part of it, but she doesn't admit to the whole thing. On the other case, you didn't admit to anything. So if you admit, so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Yeah. Um, so they're going to say that that if you admit to a little bit, um, let's see what it says. Amale hatam with your pogem with the white with the woman, afagav with the ktuba, afagav de lo tain ihu tainin le anan. The based in, what's the difference between them? It seems like they're the same law. So the, the difference is that for a case of a, a, a pogem bestar, the based in even obligate 
the, the, the husband to give uh, a shvua. But in the other case, um, the other case where you just kofer bakol of the, of the shtar, <coughs> um, you can make the other person give a shvua, but the based in can't force you to give a shvua. So I guess the, the wife case is more chamor because she's pogem bashtar, maybe because she admitted to part of it already. Well, that logic would be the same as the previous logic. Yeah. She's already admitted, so we had part of it. Yeah. So yeah. we... Mm-hmm. I think so. It's okay. not the per se. It's yeah, it was a partial admission. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I believe so. <clears throat> okay. Um, so let's do it again. Amale hatam afagav delo ta'in ihu ta'inin le anan. Even though he, even though she didn't make him come uh, to give a shvua. The base it makes him give a shvua, nonetheless. Hachamrinan le zil shlim le v'itayin v'amar ishtavali. He says, "Go pay," and he says, and "He says, go give me a give me a shvua." Hachamrinan le zil ishtavali. So he should give a shvua based on the person's request. Okay, here's an interesting thing. Here we have all these always exceptions for rabbanan. Here's another exception. If you're if if an chacham is a claimant, okay, they don't they don't they they're 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 um, they're they're free of having to do this mipach shvua, meaning so you're you're uh, Rav Rashi, um, Ed, and you come to me and you say uh, uh, you just, um, you owe me um, you owe me money, and I say uh, I don't owe you money, um, uh, but why don't you give a shvua? That you owe me, that, that I owe you money, I can't do that to you, because of his status. Because, because of your status, okay. I guess I don't know what, what 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 would that make you? Why wouldn't I be able to do that to you? I don't know. Because he has no money. You have ne, you have no money, so so we believe you, so we shouldn't. I the mean, presumption is that you're that you're telling the truth. Right. The presumption that I'm wrong and that you're right yeah. to some extent. If I'm co-fair. Yeah. Um, so, that, so that the problem the, don't you feel an intrinsic problem with that? Of course, right. So the the Talmud, the Talmud is going to say exactly that. They're going to say, "What are going to go around and take everybody's cloaks, right? Because like you're always right." Yeah. So that's what they're going to say here. Mm-hmm. Um, they had more respect for Chachamim yeah. than we might today in our more cynical society. Or, or, or the opposite. Or, or, um, and I'm more to the point, actually. Our, Again, quoting my dad today. There are no Tamidei Chachamim. There, I mean, halach- there are fewer. There are no. There are, no, no. Halachically, we're all Amahads today. Or there, yeah. Or there's more social media. There's no Chaveri today. Okay. In in the Talmudic sense. Okay. So even with Shmuel Rabbanan, who lo moshpaina, the Amalei Rav Yemar, Ravashi, Shmuel Rabbanan, Mishlach Lima, the Diinche. Are they going to go out and strip everybody of their cloaks? So that's what we mentioned. Like, are we going to give them that much power to do that? That they're always right. So they go. So we don't even like really get involved with their judgment, to both ways. Like the the that comes to, um, we don't we don't really like uh, open up the doors to the chacham who's coming to, to take money from to claim that somebody stole his money, uh, or owes him money because we don't want to open up the whole din. Mm-hmm. So then you ask the opposite thing, like what? So the chachamim can't get their money. Yes, yeah, so there's like a whole there's a discussion I saw so on that. So they get screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, so there's a discussion I saw on that. There's ways around that, but um, anyway. Um, okay. Maneli uh, biadcha. 
Um, so here's um, here we're going to be talking about uh, two two the shanot of of Rav Asi and Shmuel, a different different ways to understand it. Emach hoket between them. Meneli biyadcha. That's the Mishnah. We're going to see that in a second, so we don't, we're going to review that in a second. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Asi, and this oh, the topic is um, your your malve your chaver. If you if you're malve, so when you say. Um, if you're Malve, you're Haver Be'edim. So you give your, your, your friend uh, Hava'a with witnesses. And you want, we want to, we want, ideally if you're a lender, you, wanna, you, want, you want to set up a situation where, you're, where your uh, debtor will have to pay you back with witnesses. So they can't claim, ah, I paid you back yesterday or, you know, or, so you want to set up a case where they'll bring, pay you back with witnesses. So how do you do that? One way to do that is to, to show them that, that you're giving them a loan with witnesses, and maybe they can indirectly assume that they're supposed to give you uh, your payment back in witness, with witnesses. But they're going to say here that that's the, that's you ha- it might, there might be a difference between you explicitly saying, I want you to pay me back with witnesses, and you doing an act that shows them that. Okay. So that's going to be the discussion here. So, Hamavet Chavero Beidim, Tichlefaro Beidim, it's a payback Beidim. Kiamrita came to Shmuel when Rav Yehuda said this in front of Shmuel. Um, Shmuel said, "Amali yechol lomar." So, uh, no, this isn't good enough. You have to say specifically, um, "I want you to pay me back with aiding." Why? Because you could still say, "Yechol lomar lo praticha bifnei ploni ploni," and they went, "Lemedi not hayam." You could say, "You could." The person is still opening to claim, "I paid you back in front of aiding." I did, but but they're not here anymore. So ways around that would be to say, pay back in front of these specific aiding, right? Ruven and Shmuel, Ruven and Shima. So. But if you don't specify, there's still ways out of it. Tznan. Um, now they're going to bring something against uh, Rav Asi, who said that, you ha- that if you do it with your actions, then the other person, if you pour a beidim, the other person has to pay back beidim. If, if you malve beidim. Maneli biadcha, amalo hen, lemachar amalo tneoli. Atatilcha, pator. So here's a, a proof against the view that says if you pay with Adim, if you lend with Adim, they have to pay back with Adim. Here's a case where you, uh, you, Maneli Biadcha, Amalohen, you admitted that you, you admitted with Adim here, right? It seems like they admitted in front of Adim. They said hen. It seems like that whole case happened in front of Adim. That you asked them. They said hen in front of Adim. And nevertheless, Kiman de Adim Dami Vikatani Patur. Right, you're Patur in that case. That goes against Rav Asi. That if you do Adim, they have to bring back Adim, and they'd be chayav. Tivta de Rav Asi. So it seems like it's a Tivta de Rav Asi that says that you have to bring Adim if, if your Malva comes with Adim. No. Amar lecha Rav Asi, Ana ken Amri, Hechademi Kara, Osive Adim. In a case where you come, where the person comes in the first place and they ask for Adim, the person comes, when, when Rav Asi made a statement, he's talking about a case where the, the Malva gave with Adim. But this case that we see in our Mishnah is not, is, is not a case of that. It's, it's, um, Hacha lo lo In this case, the aiding weren't brought in the beginning. They were just there at the at the part when the person admitted to uh, to the aiding weren't brought at the very beginning. They were brought at the part where the where the uh, debtor admitted that he that he paid back uh, and admitted they paid back. But they weren't brought at the very beginning. So if they weren't brought in the very beginning of the tviya of the halva'ah, then um, then 
you are. Then you don't have to bring. Them. You don't have to bring them afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Rav, Rav Yosef Matnihachi, so Rav Yosef taught it in a little bit of a different way. <coughs> the same, same machloka between Rav Asin and Shmuel, but in a different way. Rav Yosef Matnihachi, Amar Rav Yehuda Rav Asi, Hamavet Chavero Beidim, Enot Tzarech Lefaro Beidim. That's a really different view, and it's the exact opposite. Someone who's Mavet Chavero Beidim, you don't have to pay him back Beidim. Right? Again, you could say that because you didn't explicitly say you, you want them to pay you back Be'edim. But if explicitly said it, then they have to pay Be'edim. Okay. When, when Rav Yehuda said in front of Shmuel, Even if I said um, that you have to pay me back with Edim, I could have easily said, I paid you back Be'edim, but they're not here. Alright? Well, that's stuff enough. Yeah. What? No, yeah. That's, um, Meaning, you didn't cover yourself. You didn't cover yourself enough by saying, even explicitly saying, it's paying Because I could have easily said, I paid you back by eating, but they're, they, they're, 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 they went to Europe or something. So, and they're going to bring a mission to support them. A mission to support Maneli Biadcha, Amalo Hen, Amalo Ati Neoli, Elabifne Edim. Machar Amalo Tneoli, Hati Lecha Chayap. You're Chayap because you have to give Beidim. So it seems like that's a tiyuv to the Shmuel. The Shmuel says um, that you don't have to give. The Shmuel says here that even if you say be'edim, uh, you're pator. <coughs> and, and it seems like here you're saying you're chayav. <coughs> you, ha- you have to give it because you have to give. Sorry. The machar marlo tneuli natati lecha chayav be'edim. What's the case here? I'm sorry. Maneli biadcha. I owe you a mane. You, your, your mane is in my hand, okay? Amalo hen, you agreed. Amalo altit neoli edim. And I said, um, give it back to me in front of edim. Right? I want you to give it back to me in front of edim. The machar, amalo tsneoli, I came back to you and said, give it to me. And you said, I gave it to you. You are chayav. You're chayav what? What are you chayav to do? To do a shvua. Yeah. Chayav to make a shvua. What type of shvua? Shvua at, uh, I guess. Yeah, you have to give a shvua. Why? Because uh, because you had to give you had to give it back, but you didn't give it back in a kosher way. So you have to give a shvua. I guess what is a shvua? I said. I guess. I would say. Because not you didn't did you you didn't modet. It's not modet mikzah. Yeah. Oh, my Yeah. I said shvua. Maybe shvua to pick a don. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this is a tiyuv to the Shmuel. Why? Because Shmuel said, um, what did Shmuel say? Shmuel says that uh, that if you don't have, so why Shmuel would say you're patur here, even if you don't have adim. Right? Even if you don't have adim. This is a tiyuv to the Shmuel. Patur in the sense that you don't have to make a shvua. You don't have to make a shvua. Why wouldn't you have to make a shvua? Sorry, I'm like, because there's no adim? Because Shmuel. Uh, you're, you're, it's the next, it's an, another Shmuel. It's this page Shmuel. Shmuel. It's this one here. Shmuel Mali Yacholam Malo Prati Chavifnei Ploni Ploni Bachul and the Medinariam. So for Shmuel, Edim never really count. Be- when you say I'm going to pay you back with Edim, it's not relevant 
because um, you can always say so why would this be a tube to the Shmuel? This is a refutation of Shmuel who ruled that the borrower is believed to claim that he paid the debt before two particular and subsequently traveled abroad. Oh, he says that you're believed, you're, you're believed to say that you paid the debt before two particular witnesses that traveled abroad. Mm-hmm. His claim is that you, even if you said, you're, you are believed if you said that you paid back even if they went away. The other view says that they have to be here for you to do it. So for Shmuel here, uh, you would be patur. Because you you made the claim that I pay back in front of these eighteen, even though they're not here. Right. Ditanya. So no, Shmuel's going to say this, is, this isn't difficult for me because there are two approaches. There's two two tanaim. Beidim yavitiyacha beidim prali oyiten oyavi rayash and atan. Rabbi Yehuda ben Beter Amar yecholamalo paticha bifnei ploni ploni achulehen lemedianteyam. Okay, so that's. I didn't understand originally. This is like a positive claim. This is something you can use uh-huh. as an argument. This isn't like a. It wasn't like a. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is a. This is an in. It's something you can use to to argue. And so he's saying, you, what you brought is a kasha me, but there's different opinions in the in the tanaim. So I'm going by the other opinion. Um is going to bring a kasha on this because um, he's saying, how do we know that the bright is talking about the shat halva? Maybe it's talking about shat meaning. The case is that um, the the creditor said at the time of the um, when he came to bring the debtor to court, not the time when he made the loan. Later on, when he came to bring the the, the debtor to court, and he said to him, um, "I," and he said to him that back, and he's coming at the shatfia, and he's going to say. Um, just like when I gave you the loan, I had AD. Not like in the time of the actual giving of the loan did he say this. He said this at a later point. But there were ADM at the loan. But he's going to say at the later point, when he comes to bring the, the debtor to court, he's going to say, just like at the time when I gave you a loan, there were ADM, I want you to come back. I want you to pay me back. Um, with you should, you should pay me back with ADM. Now, in that case, when the... And in this case, though, when it wasn't made specific at the time of the halva'ah, rather it was discussed at the time of the tefiyah, that could be the machlok between the tanaim. But maybe everyone would agree that if it's explicated at the time of the loan, then that even for Shmuel, one wouldn't have the op- meaning there, there wouldn't be a tana that would hold that one would have the option to say, I paid you back with Adim, but they're no longer here. And this would be a tivta. This would uphold the tivta on Shmuel. Okay, Amar of Papi, Mishmei Deraba, Hilchata Amavet Chavro Beidim Chichlefro Beidim. Okay, so here's the halacha. If you were Mavet Chavro Beidim Chichlefro Beidim, right? So if you Mavet with Beidim, you you have to be given payback with Beidim. Rav Pacha Mishpei Rav Amar Mavad Chavro Beidim Ain Shichlefro Beidim. Okay, so it's interesting. Now we have two opinions in the, in, in the name of Rav. Right, one says Tzarich, and the other one says Ain Tzarich Chavro Beidim. 
But if you said, make sure you pay me back with a deem, so there's three cases. If you do it with a deem, you do it without a deem, and if you do it without a deem, but you said, pay me back with a deem. So according to the first view, if you do it in front of a deem, it works. According to the second view, you have to explicitly say it. It's not enough just to do it in front of a deem. Um, but if you said, I paid you back in front of Plotting and Plotting, and they went to Medinanam, you're still believed. It's like, that piece is a little bit curious to me, like, what, what's that about there? You can say, I paid you back, even in a case where, oh, I guess in a case, even in a case where you say, pay me back in front of these Adim. If you say, and you say, I, I did, did pay, I did, in front of, it was in front of Adim. That's chutzpah, in other words, to lie. If well, you you're telling it the truth, we believe no, you. No, no, I'm saying, because that's something. To say that in front of aid them, even if they went off, if you, to say something like that, be fair to, to, with such with such detail. Right. Because if you if you're saying such detail, you know it was. It it's was, not really that detailed. You just say uh, I paid you back in front of Plony Almoni, and they're no longer here. Who knows where they are? they can come back. Not saying they went to Colorado. We, no, no, I, I don't no, know. No. I don't it's it's a real it's a real it's real chutzpah. Right. Are you they specifying who they, who they yeah. are? Exactly. I mean, if you're saying, are you specifying yeah, who they I are? Mean, their that, names? That, yeah. Plony well, Poloni Poloni could be, yeah. you know, but, if, but I think what their meaning is. Well, I don't know that. I don't know, I don't know either. Poloni Poloni could just mean I don't know. stum, like, not stum. Could be just... Let's see if... Let's see if I, I, no, no, I understand in this context. Yeah, I, mean, I think so you're I right. Yeah, yeah, I agree, yeah. It says so and so and so and so. Then maybe, yeah, maybe. Well, that's a higher yeah, threshold, okay. right? Yeah. So, right, that's the chutzpah thing. That if you mention two specific people, that to your point, then it'd really be something to say yeah. that that's some lie. Yeah, I hear that. I hear so that. that and, and again, I, I go back to the again. Solution. How do you? How would someone ensure that that individual that they have to give more of a, more even more of a specific? They wouldn't have any ways out. I, think again, you, I, so you have to use a different lashon. Like, me giving me a shua that you you give me eight years. I would set up the, the the I would set up the conditions. You have to come back and give me a shua in front of Reuven and, Sh- and Shimon, right. and then then I could ensure that you would actually have to give a shua and you wouldn't have any ways right. out. So that's what they're going to say I, here. I, I, I go back to this notion that also, if you if you assume that in general you're dealing with righteous people, then you then the righteous person who's saying, "Look, not only did I pay you back, I played it in front of Reb Wolberg and, and Reb Posner, and the fact and they just went to Israel." Uh, that's the righteous person is going to lie in that detail. If you if you're talking about a court that's dealing with liars, then then the whole thing falls apart because then just figure out who's lying. It's it's it's, it's yeah. Easy. I just have, I don't want to go too far into that. I feel like you're going in between two extremes, like liars and sadikim. No, no, I understand. There's that. so much in between there that of that's, that's often what and we're I dealing. I think it's judged. I, that's my point is that I think this talk, this is the typical man. They're not talking about sadikim. They're not talking about amarats. Well, amarats in the way we. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about the average man. Alright, let's let's uh, re- release that one for a second. Let's try to get two more cases here, okay? Um, Simon, these are all Simanim of all the cases that are gonna come up right now. So this is like gonna be like uh, we'll, we can, let's do two cases here. there's several cases, uh, interesting cases here and they're gonna be dealing with. Hahuda Kipratin, when you're gonna pay me back for my debt, like uh, the debt that you owe me. Pratin li ba'ape in front of Reuven and Shimon. So now he specifies. Right, sir? Okay. Azil pare ba'ape tre ba'alma. Nevertheless, he came and paid him back in front of two, two, two people, not, not necessarily Reuven and Shimon. 
Amar Bai, Ba'api Beitre Amarle, Ba'api Beitre Pare. In front of two, he said, in front of two, he came in and paid him back. Amarle Rava, Lahaki Kamarle, Ba'api Ruven Rashimam, Kechi Delo Nitcheya. So he did that in order so he would not say, um, um, so that they, they would not, he would not say, be able to say they went to Medina Hayam. You know, that's the whole point. Well, she so wouldn't be able to push it off. So you said it specifically for Reuven and Shimon. Yeah. See, just to say, when it says Reuven and Shimon, just following Peloni Peloni, I think it makes the distinction between Peloni Peloni is just two witnesses. But Reuven and Shimon, they actually use names. In front, in front of, I, you have to pay me back while Reuven and Shimon are in front of both of us. Right, right, right. That's different than Peloni and Peloni in general, and you could have done that. Okay, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Those are two opinions there. Ahuda Mar. Someone says the lechavre. Ki prata li prani beape beitre the tamid hilchata. Come and pay me back in front of these tamid hilchamim. Learn halacha. Okay. Azil pari bain delay to delay. Now, when they went and paid him back uh, without any edim at all. Between one another, delay, delay. Itnesu hanach zuzei. So okay, let's just like paint the case. Yeah, Ron, you said to Ed, uh, when you pay me back, make sure you do it in front of the rabbis of that tefillah. Okay. Um, now, okay. So in the end, you so Ed ended up paying, paying you back, not in front of anybody. You have the money now. Okay, that he paid you back, <clears throat> but you lose it. You lose the money, and so now you come to base and you say, "That money that he gave me, he didn't give me that money. I didn't have AD. That money he gave me, um, he gave me that not 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 as a not as a loan, but as a deposit, until he paid me back his until he paid me back the loan. Because right now you only have part of the money in your hand. Right. So he paid me back five, down payment. Yeah, down payment until until he paid it off. And you say, and I was just I was just holding on to this money until." Uh, Finance this money until uh, he would get his tamidei chachamim together, and come and, and pay off what he really owes me. So can you do that? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I received the money. You say Ron. And I, and I was it was goodbye. It was for me. Picadon, Adamitramu Bay, Trey de Tanu Yochata, Mikhaim Tanai. So I was waiting around so the Tanai would come. Amale, Kivandeka Modit, because you were Moded, the Vadai Shekaltinhu, Mine, you took it from him, Pirom Aliahu. So no, you really got paid back. Iamart, the Kimi Tanane, and if you wanted Mikhaim the Tanai, bring that money that you have in your hand that you actually lost, some of it, but bring that money. And then bring in front of us Rav Sheshet, and me and Rav Sheshet. We're Tamidei Chachamim. We learn Halacha, Sifra, Sifra, Tosefta, Uchuli Tanuda, and then we'll give you your money back. So the bottom line is that you're, if you you can't make that claim, that's a pikadon. You can't make that claim. And if you made that claim, we're going to say that that money is is your payment for your halva'ah. And you say, well, well my tonight didn't come true. So okay, you want your tonight to come true? Give me, the, bring the money here. We we have two Tamidei Chachamim. Let's let's redo the case. So in the end, they say you can't do that. Why can't you do that? I don't know. 
I, I, I didn't get into that. <coughs> I hope it's just another false alarm, but you may be right. What, the, the weather? Well, the weather. because they're